In the book of Psalms, chapter 8, verse number 1, it says, How majestic. Oh, well, I, I'm missing something there. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. How majestic is your In where? Y'all with me? My version says down here, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Go on. We're going to read all the way to nine. And through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold. Against you, wait, through the, I want y'all to pay attention to that. We're going to come right back to that. Y'all paying attention? It's free to pay attention. Don't really cost you, even though we say pay. Okay, hallelujah, tough crowd. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Hallelujah. Go on. When I consider the heavens, the works of your finger, the heavens are the works. The heavens are the works of your, the heavens are pretty big, but not bigger than his fingers. The works of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man? This version says mankind. What is man that you, so, so there's the heavens that is so humongous, seems like the psalmist was taking a walk one night, and as he begun to look up at the stars in the sky, he wasn't advanced as we are in technology today. They didn't have telescopes. They, did, they were probably weren't aware of the Milky Way galaxy and all of that, but we often say that. We don't know. Maybe they, you know, who are we? We think we're the smartest, right? Maybe they had some awareness, but he looked up at the vastness of God's creation and saw how small we are compared to the bigness of what God made. And he said, what is man that such a God who can make all of this, his mind is Full, mindful of them. Come on, somebody. Human beings that you care for them. Let's go on. You have made them a little lower than the angels. According to my brother Corey Red in one of his songs, he said, don't ever tell me I came from an ape. I'm not a little above an ape. I'm a little lower than an angel. Somebody got that. Hallelujah. Maybe it did. Maybe it did it. You have made them a little lower than the angels. I want y'all to remember this. And crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. I don't know if that was a good thing. I'm looking at the world today. I don't know if men are good rulers. You put everything under their feet. The flocks and the herds and the animals of the wild. 
and the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the sea, and then he comes back where he started. Oh, Lord, my Lord. No, no. See, y'all ain't with me. Oh, Lord, my Lord, our Lord. How majestic or how excellent is your name in some of the earth, in Queens, New York, in, in, in Brooklyn. I don't know if the Lord is in Brooklyn. Where y'all from? Shout it out real quick. You already know it's not a place. Where are you from? Shout it out. How excellent in Guyana. Trinidad. How excellent where? Now y'all want to say where you from. Hallelujah. Now you realize I'm shouting out your countries. Oh, in all the earth. His name is excellent in all the earth. If I can for the next three hours preach to you on the subject... There is a name. Shall we pray today? Hallelujah. Father, I worship you and I give you praise. Your word is blessed. And I thank you, Lord, that you would speak in this house like only you can, that you would move among your people like only you can. I, I echo what the psalmist said today. How excellent is your name. How excellent is the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous can run into it and be safe, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Moses wanted to know your name. Uh, you, 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 you said, I am that I am. Hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, in other words, whatever we need, you are. Whatever we are going to need, you are. Whatever we have needed, you were. I am that I am. I will be what I will be. Hallelujah. You are God. Oh, somebody worship. There is a name. There is a name. There is a name. There is a name. Elohim. El Elyon. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Shammah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, church city. There is a name that is excellent. Hallelujah. That is majestic. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just give you praise today for what you will do in this house. In Jesus. Anybody love Jesus? I don't know. I, it's, this, come on, if you didn't get your worship on, take a second. Hallelujah. Come on, just get a breakthrough real quick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just get a breakthrough real quick. Hallelujah. His spirit is in this place. His spirit is in this place. Hallelujah. 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 We worship your name, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. For you are worthy of all praise. All glory and all honor be unto you, O God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a name. There is a name. You know, I heard a story about a man who went horseback riding. Anybody ever been horseback riding? 
So this was his first time. Never rode a horse. But he watched a lot of Western movies. Come on, somebody. So he knew all the sounds to make when you get on a horse. Kitty up. Oh, boy. He knew every sound effect to make. So when he got to where he was going, he jumped on the horse. And as he jumped on the horse, the instructor was coming to him. He said, I got this. I watched enough movies. I know what I'm doing. So he started on the horse. Whoa, boy. Giddy up. Whoa, boy. Come on, boy. <laughs> and doing all types of different sound effects. And the horse just, it wasn't a human, but if he was, he wouldn't move. The horse wouldn't move, right? And so the, 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 he, the instructor came over and said, you look like you're having some problems. He said, yeah, I'm doing, making all the noise, but the horse ain't responding. He said, my brother, you're making all the right sounds, but the problem is each one of them means something different. And you are sending them all at once. And because you're sending them all at once, the horse is confused. He don't know whether to go. He don't know whether to woe. He don't know what to do. So he just... It's confused right now. And I want you to know that if you've lived in the last couple of years, you probably felt like that horse. You say, what are you talking about, Pastor? The amount of signals the world has thrown at us, we don't know whether we are going, coming, standing still, breakdancing. <laughs> The world is tossed in so many signals. I mean, within the last two years, we have dealt with deep political issues, deep racism, uh, 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 deep economics. Like every this week, I laughed so hard because I said I saw a meme that said everybody who was an expert on COVID is now an expert on Ukraine. <laughs> COVID kind of boring now. Now we know how to solve world issues. And it's so crazy because all these issues are coming at us, coming at us, one after the other, that when you look at life, it can be a little chaotic at this point. Come on, somebody. You don't know whether you're going or coming, but I want you to know this, y'all. Here's my first point to you, that chaos does not reflect God's character. Yeah, God is not the author of. God is not the author of somebody else is responsible for confusion, not God. And I want you to know that it is not the water outside the boat that you have to worry about. It's the water that gets inside the boat. And the world could be in confusion, and that might be okay, but as long as you've got God on the inside, the confusion doesn't have to be reflected in your mind. So if you are somebody who reflects God, yes, the world may be chaotic, but when they see you, they should see a difference in you. Because God doesn't reflect chaos. As a matter of fact, the first thing we know about God is that in the beginning, God took a world that was without form and void, and from disorder, he made order. 
Now that goes against everything scientific. Because if you've ever sat in a science classroom, they tell you things start with order and gradually decay. You buy a new car, and within a couple years, it doesn't get newer. Matter of fact, the minute you drive off the lot, the money ain't even the money ain't new anymore that you paid for it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anything you buy. When you were born, you're a brand new baby. In a couple of years, them, 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 uh, them kidneys, them arteries will be saying, hey, bro, we got a boss. <laughs> Everything goes from brand new to decay. God comes and he says, I don't follow none of these rules. I do whatever I want. I'm the sovereign Lord who reigns and rules. I reach into disorder and I create order. So who am I talking to today? If things are chaotic in your life, I want to let you know there's a God who can step in your world and bring order where there's disorder. Hallelujah. The Bible says that David looked up to the heavens and he began to say this psalm and he said that the God we serve, his name is excellent. His name is majestic. You know, behind a name is a character. I'm going to say that again. Behind a name is a character. If I told you all today, Leonardo DiCaprio is coming to church next week, how many of you would be excited? Oh, okay, Denzel Washington. Who who else y'all like? Who else y'all like? Will Smith. All right, everybody like Will. We could we could agree on Will. Will Smith coming to church next week. And next week, everybody's like, Pastor, where's Will Smith? And I introduce my friend from Brooklyn whose name is Will Smith. I didn't lie. Will Smith came. What happened there was there was something behind the name that made you think of somebody else. There's a character behind the name. There's a lot of people who can have a name, but the name don't mean nothing. But there's something about You see, Michael Jordan, I believe, is the greatest basketball player, but his greatness is limited to a sport. Hallelujah, somebody. Uh, uh, Richie Righteous is the greatest rapper of all times, but his gifting is limited to this, the field of hip hop. You like how I did that there? You like that? Like that? Vacant seat available on Spotify? You, you know, I could go down the list and name the people that we love. The, the Leonardo, the Caprios, and the Del, Del Washingtons. They, they're gifted, but it's limited to the field of acting. Yep. And I could go down medicine and find people. I could find people in entertainment. Hallelujah. When Mike kicked that foot out. Come on now. Mike ain't, Mike ain't, Mike, you a little excited for Mike today. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's limited. Is there somebody whose name knows no limits? 
And I believe the psalmist as he was walking that day because the psalmist didn't live in times without trouble. He was the war king. He grew up knowing war. While watching sheep, the most peaceful job you should have, he had to fight a lion. Anybody who's finally think they got peace but still fighting lions and bears and tigers, oh my. And he fought that. And then when he got to bringing cheese for his brother to help them in the army, the Bible says there was Goliath. And he fought Goliath. And he slew him and took his head off. This is not no soft king. This is a king who lived in war times, who lived in chaotic times. But as much as was happening in his life, when he took the time out to worship God, he couldn't help but stand and say, Oh, Lord. Our Lord, how excellent. Your name is beyond anything. That's why whenever you saw when David fight, David always gave you a secret to how he fought his battle. When Goliath approached him, he said, you come to fight with sword and shield, but I come to fight in the name. What are you fighting in today? Hallelujah. What is backing you up today? What name do you come in? Who do you operate under? Who sends you? Hallelujah. Behind the name is a character. And the character of our God is flawless. He's never lost a battle. And he never will. Come on, somebody. He's never been dethroned, and he never will. He was never voted in, and you can't vote him out. Hallelujah, somebody. He is God all by himself. When God gets ready to make a decision, he holds a board meeting. Nobody's there because he needs to consult with nobody. God looks to the right and the left, and he needs to talk to no man because whatever he says is good. God doesn't have to try to appease what's good. God is good. That, that y'all ain't get that yet. Whatever he does is good. Whatever he does is excellent. Psalm has said, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that you should be like God. Strive for a good name. In all that you do, make sure your character lines up behind your name. One day the world will tell your story. Hallelujah. You know, they say we write our name in the sand and the water comes and washes all of it away. One day your name will represent something. To your children, your name means something. Make sure you don't have the wrong impression in your head and they have a different one. The Bible says don't think highly of yourself more than you ought to. There's a lot of people walking around thinking their name. The Bible says a good name is far more desirable than silver and gold and riches. It doesn't matter what the world says about me. It matters what the people that I'm connected to say because they see the real me. The ones who live in my house know how I really live. Your name should represent something. Listen to this, y'all. A good name is easier maintained than repaired. 
A lot of us in this society, we work so hard to keep up with the Joneses and get what everybody else got, and in the process, our character is lacking. You can become so busy doing so many things that your character is lacking. And you all know this. You've heard this so many times. That character keeps whatever you've worked for. So you have to have a balance when you know my life is not lining up where it should be. When I'm not being the husband, I should be. When I'm not being the father, I should be. It got quiet in here. Hallelujah. When we talking about God, everybody shout. When we talking about you, everybody get quiet. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work on yourself. I learned this a long time ago. Stop working on people. And my, my marriage works because I don't work on my wife. I work on me. My friendships, I think, works. The ones that are still here. Because I've learned to work on me, not on them. Because I will hurt people. I'm a flawed human being. I, am, I make mistakes. My name is not excellent in all the earth. But I strive to be like the God I serve. And if his character is good, I want my character be, to be good. If he's faithful, I want to be faithful. If he's a man of his word, I want to be a man of my word. Amen. Too many people, they don't care about that. We raise a generation where they don't care about character anymore. We don't even judge people by contents of character anymore. Come on, somebody talk to me in this place. We don't even look for that anymore. We don't look for words like loyalty is gone. Words like respect out the room. Our, our world that we live in, our society, our culture teaches disrespect. There's no form of respect anywhere in our culture. Our kids in our home are growing up watching us disrespect people. So you can't tell anybody anything anymore. Meekness is a quality. Nobody don't even know what meek mean no more. Meek, like meek, meek, meek mills? <laughs> Who meek? They don't even know what meekness is. People think meek because it rhymes with weak means weak. They're like meek, weak, it works. Weak, it means weak. No. Meekness is one of the characters that is, that is the strongest you can have. You know what it is? It's being aware that I can, I am more powerful, I am smarter, but yet because you are in authority, I bring my power in subjection to yours. I don't use my power to overthrow you. There used to be a time that was practicing churches. The pastor would be trying and there might be people in the congregation that know more and they would say, you know what, pastor didn't get it right, but we, we believe God called him. Nowadays, pastor didn't get it right, Facebook, this man preaching false doctrine. <laughs> Ruin the whole church. Same things happen at the job. Same thing happen everywhere. No, there's a lack of love and empathy in the world. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me today. Nobody cares no more. You come to people and you, you pour out your problem. It's, it's, it's like the example I give. They always look at you and say, why are you complaining? You know, it's like you come to somebody today. <laughs> like yesterday, my kid, uh, Shy, my wife was fixing breakfast for Shy, and he didn't want to eat a sandwich, and of course, all week long, I'm watching, following the crisis in Ukraine, so when I hear him complaining, I don't want bread, I don't, my instinct was to run over and say, do you know what is happening in the Ukraine? <laughs> no. 
my instinct was to run over, but then I remember what I preached. Like, he didn't understand that. He's in his own world. Come to his world. Then you'll be able to teach him something. Remember when you grew up and your parents tell you, you know how many people don't have food today? You're like, well, bro, it's Brussels sprouts, mom. Even you don't eat that. I see the pills and supplements you take. You don't eat Brussels sprouts either. The world don't take time to hear somebody's heart and story anymore. And the, and, and the powers that be keep getting richer off of us and dividing us. They don't care about that. They, listen, listen. If, I, I'm going to preach it like it is. The powers that be don't care about you. As long as that stock market go up tomorrow and Bitcoin go back where they need it to go, they don't care about you. You, you a number. You a number. You don't believe me? What's your social security? You a number. That's what you are. But we are real people with real lives. And let me tell you something. They do a great job at dividing us. I could say some trigger words in this room. I could put up some slogans. A hand gesture alone would trigger some of us. That's how divided we are. I could say things like BLM, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and this room will go in pandemonium. That's how triggered and divided we are. We're human beings. It got so triggered, nobody want to say amen after that. That's my point. Democrat and Republican. I didn't come out a Democrat when I was born in some hospital in Guyana. I don't know the name. I think it's Mercy. With name, Mom? Mercy? She left the building. She said, I didn't even know you were my child. I didn't come out with none of that. I came out made in the image of God. The only team I'm riding with is Team Jehovah, y'all. Come on. There ain't nothing in the Bible that gives me the right to hate anybody. As a matter of fact, that Bible goes so deep it says, love your enemies. 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 Even those that hate you and despitefully use you, still look at them. And the epitome of it was when he hung on a cross and he said, Father, forgive them. That's some different love. My love go up to where you owe me money. <laughs> After that, I got to pray for to, Hallelujah. Come on, who's with me? Help me, somebody. Don't make me look bad alone. Our God has an excellent name. Make sure yours is excellent too. Make sure your wife says you have an excellent name. All the husbands say amen. All the husbands say amen. All the wives, your husband think you have an excellent name. Say amen, ladies. Amen. There's something wrong with them amens, you know. All the young people who come to church and been coming all your life. I'll leave you all alone. You get the point. A good name is easier maintained. Everybody's born with a good name. You get a fair shot. It's the choices you make every day that will determine whether you're maintaining that good name. Because once it's broken, it's harder to repair it. It's easier for me to maintain a ministry now, but if I ever did anything to dishonor it, it would be the rest of my life I'll probably be spending to repair it. 
it's better to maintain your good name than have to repair it. Listen to me, married men. I don't care if you've been married for 30 years and she came by the coffee machine and she slipped and rubbed your hands accidentally and you felt young again. <laughs> Feel old again right away. Make sure that hip kick in and you can't move again. She is not worth all that God has. That's not just a man problem, ladies. Listen to me. I don't care if he come up in there looking like Tupac. I don't know why I went to Savannah's like Tupac. I'm stuck in a generation, y'all. I'm stuck. We, every, every rapper today name is Lil something, Lil Small. <laughs> Lil Lily. <laughs> you keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your marriage. You hear me? And let me just say this, y'all. If you're single, that don't mean permission to do all the wrong until you get married. There is still a way, God. These aren't things the world talks about any, anymore. Premarital intimacy, sex intercourse is still against God's word. All three and a half viewers that I have, please subscribe. And it's against God's word. And I'm going to preach this Bible until the day he comes because... Because there's a way that seems right. Yes. But then you sit and you begin to wonder, why do I feel like the horse? Like there's so many chaotic things happening in the world because we've allowed chaos, which brings me to the next part. After he didn't worship God, he went to this part where he says, what is man? Man. What is man? Wait a minute. What is man? Your character, your holiness is beyond anything we can fathom. Yet, you are concerned with us? You know, people always ask, when bad happens, where's God? The real question is, why does God put up with us? Why don't he just end it tomorrow and make a whole new species? Because we act like we have some right to be here. And God owes me an explanation. Why is there evil in the world? Because you're there. How about that? How about you, buddy? You know, angels fell, but they never had a savior. You got one. What is man? Let's talk about men. There's poverty in this world. 
And there are men in this world that are rich enough to give every man a billion dollars. So why is there poverty again? That's a problem God created. No, it's not. You know how much food fast food throws out on a nightly basis? You know how much food you throw out? Not, not during inflation. You don't buy so much no more. You buy one chip. And then you share it out to you. You get one, you get one. <laughs> Poverty in this world is people that still in 2022 are living on less than a dollar, two dollars a month, they say, in some places. And you here in America, you complain about your phone. Your thousand dollar phone. And we're so used to poverty that the commercials don't even move us no more. The commercials come on TV, send money now. And you're like, ah, oh, they always hungry. <laughs> We're no longer moved. We see, we see people on the street begging and asking. We want to get deep and political. The reason for this, I'm not going to give them money. You know why this is political? If the Democrats weren't in office, this wouldn't happen. <laughs> Just give them a dollar, bro. He's one a dollar, man. Y'all say nothing to me. What is man? Listen, do you know there's more slavery now than they were in the time of slavery? In the, in the world today, there is more slavery existing today. Let's not even talk about sex trafficking. And these aren't mediocre people that's doing this. These are people that you probably are watching on. Let me come out of there. Parts of this world, people, daughters are being taken away, kidnapped. What is man? Men? Don't talk about racism. <laughs> That's embedded in us. And people think racism is just a one color problem. Try being mixed like me. You see racism from every angle. I was never picked on a basketball team. There was a time when I went on airplanes and they saw my passport and it said Ishmael. Why do I always get the random check? I thought they were supposed to be random. They randomly always fall on me. <laughs> Racism? And we joke about things that, that are like that. And we, but we are great at condemning everybody else and excusing ourselves. Well, 
Y'all hear what I'm saying? What is man? What is man? Men are greedy and selfish. I don't even know why we got weapons so big that could blow, blow the whole earth. <laughs> what, who? Who said? Let me make a bomb so big and powerful that I can blow half of the world up. To God be the glory. <laughs> Men? Men are conniving. Men walk out on families. Men will see that child and not stand up and be a man and father that child. Men will leave that woman because he wants to be happy. All my life I live for everybody else. Now it's time to be happy. You got, you got a child and a wife. You better live for somebody else now. But what about my happiness? What about it? What about theirs? Abortion is something we don't even talk about. It's too rough. It's all right. You can handle it. And I'm not saying these things to condemn men, because I'm, listen, it was by the grace of God I got my firstborn. It's by the grace of God, Seb, he's alive today. If it wasn't for the goodness of God touching my wife's heart and then touching my heart, notice the, the progression. Because I, I, I didn't know what to do. I was a church boy getting ready to abort a child. It was the grace of God. Men? And yet, in all the evils that we do, that scripture don't stop at what is man. It goes on to say that you are mindful of him. And then it goes on and says you've given him dominion. Well, that goes back to Genesis. In the book of Genesis, God made a man, a perfect man, a whole man. Come on, somebody. A man who knew his God, who the Bible says in the heat of the day, God would come down and fellowship with man. You see, man's power comes from being connected to God. And as this man was fellowshipping with God, God gave him tremendous wisdom. He named every species. He named every animal. He had dominion. The Bible says when God looked, there was no man to till the ground. So people always say man never had a job. No, man was created with purpose. We weren't created purposeless. It says that there was no man to till the ground, which means that there was chaos in the ground. God put a man to bring order. And he put the man on planet earth and said have dominion. And multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And David knew that. And he said, you gave this to man. But I can't help but wonder if David was wondering the same thing that I did. As you're reading this, we don't really have that dominion. Because when you look at planet earth today, we don't really know what's going on with this pandemic. We never really found out where it came from. You woke up to a war this week. There's all types of chaos. Where 
is the dominion and the order that man is supposed to bring? Oh, this might be too heavy this week. Where is it? But he's still saying this. He's still saying that you did all of this for men. Hallelujah. What is man? But then I got to studying God's word. And I'm getting ready to let y'all go. Y'all ready? I will. I got you. I've begun to study God's word. And as I jumped around in a few other books, hallelujah, some things begun to stick out to me. You see, the psalmist begun with a saying, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, that word L-O-R-D with the capital L, Yahweh, we pronounce it as that. But the truth is they couldn't even say it. So this whole argument about what's God's real name, you can't even really say his real name. You understand what I'm saying? But he starts off with saying, oh, Lord, that is personally your mind. And then he says about the congregation, our Lord. How majestic is your name in all the earth. And after he says all of this about men and men dominion, he finishes it again with, oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And the Lord took me to the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 15. Jesus is in the temple. And as Jesus is in the temple, he's getting ready to go on the cross. And as he's in the temple, the Pharisees, his enemies who want to throw him on the cross, is bigly mad at him, is extra mad at him. But while he's in the temple, this is what the Bible says. But when the chief priests and teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children and the what? Oh, y'all forgot the scripture already. And the what? The children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David. They were indignant. Look at the next verse. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Yes, Jesus replied. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants? You, Lord, you, Lord, have called forth your praise. What was Jesus quoting? He was quoting the same psalm that said out of the mouth of children and infants, you have put up a stronghold against your enemies. Who is the stronghold they're singing about? Who is the person the children are singing about? Who are they referring to in this scripture? Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent. And then the Lord took me over to the book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5, where the apostle here is talking about angels. And as he's talking about angels, he says this, is it not angels that he is subjected to, to the world to come? about which we are speaking, and then he gives this little nugget in between. But there is a place where someone has testified, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, a son of man that you care for them. Then he goes on and he says, you have made them a little lower than the angels, and you crown them with glory and honor. Go on, and put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is subject to them. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to them. So how do we get that back? This is how. But we do see Jesus. We do. I don't care about you right now. We do see Jesus. Come on, somebody in this house. We do see Jesus who was made a little bit what? 
lower than the angels for a little while and now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. What are you saying to me, Pastor Rich? I got a feeling that while David was taking that night stroll, there's a name that rung in him. You see, he was talking in the present, but he wasn't aware that he was prophetic. When he was talking in the present about being crowned with glory and lower than the angels and the children singing and God making them a stronghold, he was talking about the now, but little did he know that there was coming a name, hallelujah. Oh, God, that, oh, my gosh. That would restore everything the enemy's trying to steal. This is why I can confidently stand up here and tell you this. Like the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Listen, I know the world is chaotic. I know there's a lot going on. I know you got your personal problems. I know the world is going crazy. I know there's a lot going on. But as long as that chaos stay out there and don't go here and don't go here, the Lord will fight your battles. The Lord will be your strength. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will keep you. The I don't know who I'm talking to. The Lord will provide for you. The Lord will open doors for you. The Lord will restore what the enemy has stolen. The Lord will heal your body. The Lord will take care of the things that worry you. The Lord will fight your battle. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And I got a feeling as he walked that night, there's another name that clicked to him. Oh, gosh. You know, and I'm going to end it like this, y'all. In the Old Testament, he had many names, many names from the time the book opened. El Elyon, Elohim, let us make man. Elohim is the plural. Who's the plural? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the triune nature of God from Genesis. Oh, y'all getting this today? Was there every time God did something, whenever God provided, when, he, when they saw him provide, when Abraham saw him provide, he said, this is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Uh, maybe somebody in here know him as Jehovah Jireh. Maybe there was a time you were in need. Maybe the Lord has been stretching out your bills. Maybe you didn't know how you were going to accomplish anything. But today, you are well accomplished. Entrepreneuring. He, uh, who am I talking to in this place? God opened doors for you. God made highways where there were seas. Hallelujah. And provided for you. And you know him as Jehovah Jireh. Maybe some of you know him as Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is your peace. Maybe you didn't have peace, you couldn't sleep. Maybe something had you anxious, something worried. Maybe you know him as the Lord is your healer. The Lord is your banner. Come on, the Lord is your righteousness. Then you have El Shaddai. Maybe you know him as eternally strong. And I could go on and on. Yahweh, I am that I am. Anything you need, he has been. Maybe you know him as something. Some one of those names probably register with you. But I read when he got to Genesis, when the Bible says when it, when it went from Genesis to Matthew, hallelujah, he went to the lady, the, 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 the young virgin girl, and says, you're going to have a child. And when heaven was deciding to give him a name, it wanted to give him a name that meant everything the Old Testament, because that's a lot of names to call. If you got to call on provider, healer, all of this, at one time, it's a lot of names to remember. But God has given him a name. 
God has given him a name. Hallelujah. God has given him a name. God has given him a name. God has given him a name. Hallelujah. Look at what the book of Philippians says about this name. Put up the, uh, my last scripture on there for me. Put up what Philippians says. You got it? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Look at what it says. Who, being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Let me stop right there. You know how everybody always saying, where did God ever say he was God? Jesus ever said he was God? First of all, when he quoted the book of Psalms referring to himself as the name. That's blasphemy if he ain't considering himself God. And then the apostle writes here and says, he who did not consider it uh, wrong to be equality with God, something to be used to his own advantage. And look at this part, y'all. I want you to know there's a name you can call on. Hallelujah. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Go on, go on. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Go on. Hallelujah. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him a name. I don't know what you came to church today for, but I didn't come to run up to no other name. This is not the name of the, 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 the best of the best in the world. This is not, this is not your Bill Gates name. This is not your Oprah Winfrey name. I'm a preacher and I wish I had a church with, oh Lord, our Lord. Oh Lord, or is it my Lord alone? Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. This ain't a political figure. This ain't George Bush, first, second, third, fourth, and how many ever. This ain't, this ain't Donald J. Trump. This ain't Joseph Biden. This, oh, y'all ain't hearing me. This ain't Jay-Z. This ain't your favorite whoever. This ain't, this ain't Michael Jordan. Don't you ever put these names against this name. Oh my gosh. I feel like going all the way today. Hallelujah. But God has given him a name. Given him a name. That is exalted. Gave to him a name that is above. It's bigger than cancer. It's bigger than any problem you can have in this house. The name of Jesus is still worthy to be praised. Let every devil be a liar. Let every believer that loved Jesus, let every believer who found himself years ago at an altar touched by him and in boo tears you surrendered your life. He's the same Jesus. That same Jesus that transformed you. You were living a wild life, but you left it all behind for that Jesus. He's the same God today. Look, gave him a name above every other name. Look what the rest says. Look, look. That at the name of Jesus. The Bible don't compromise. Let, let me say this loud and clear. Let me say this loud and clear. The Bible don't compromise, so why do you? That at the mention of the name, that at the mention of the name, that at the mention of the name, oh my gosh, every knee should what? 
where? In heaven. Oh, Lord, our Lord. Problems in the Ukraine. There's a name, hallelujah, who can fix that issue, hallelujah. Pandemic waging. There is a name. Church people ain't coming back to church. They don't know the name. Hallelujah. <laughs> there is a name. There is a name. There is a name. I am I'm not ashamed is what the apostle, I could, I could keep going, y'all. The apostle said, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Listen, if this name don't excite you, leave Christianity because this is it. This is it. Hallelujah. This is it, y'all. It, it don't get better than the name of Jesus. It don't get sweeter. Demons tremble at the name. Hallelujah. Things happen at the name of Jesus. That's why the chaos is happening. Two storms in the Bible. One was with Jonah. And I'm done, Carlin. You come help me. One was with Jonah. Storms that are caused because of your decision. You ever cause your own storm? Jump off your own boat. I'll tell you something. Two storms. One Jonah caused. He's so arrogant in his decision that he said, yeah, I want this storm to stop, throw me off. But God's grace was so good that even in them throwing off the boat and the storm stopped, they begun to worship God. Even in your misery, God will conduct ministry. Then the other storm is storms that arise. But the difference is Jesus was on this boat. And I want you to know when Jesus is on the boat, it don't matter what signals the world is throwing. You can have peace. I was seven years old when I heard when the Lord touched my heart through an experience family was robbed at gunpoint I was a young boy and my father who was alive at the time took me in his arms my mother grabbed my sister she was a baby my two brothers held his arm and they walked out the back way trying to run from what seemed to be about five or six men armed with guns my mother was holding her baby my father was trying to bring the boys and he was trying to make an escape. As he headed down the back because they were all ganged up in the front kicking the front door, he figured I could make a run for it with my family. When we got halfway down the stairs, a man stood right there and he said, Preacher, go back upstairs and begun to fire the gun like there was no tomorrow. From about five, six feet away, is either he had super bad aim or there is a name. At seven years old, I saw gun ricochets all over, all over the next morning. 
And all I remember thinking as a child is, somebody protected me and my family tonight. I heard my father preach the gospel as a, a child, and I walked to the altar. I gave my heart to the Lord, and the Lord touched me and filled me with his Holy Spirit at a young age. As a teenager, I was tempted a lot to do a lot in the world. When it came to music, I used to try my best to try to see if I could do anything for the world. And every time I sat to pen something, the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, you really going to give your gifts and talents to everything I'm against and go under the disposition, it's just a job. hit me hard and as a teenager I dedicated my life to live for the Lord I asked him to touch me make me make me like Elijah I read about Elijah I said Lord help me to if Elijah called down fire and shut shut down whole altars help me to shut stuff down and literally there used to be a strip club right on Sutphin Boulevard and I would pass it as a teenager and I would lay hands on it Thank God the Christians didn't see me. They might have thought otherwise. And I said, God, close it down. You know what? They closed it down because they had building problems. They didn't know how to fix the building. And I said, thank you, Jesus. A couple weeks later, they fixed it, and they had a bigger opening strip club. I said, Lord, what's wrong? Then they had another problem and another problem and another problem. The building eventually was given over to another religion. So I got to go back over there. I asked God to use my life. I began to preach. I preached in jail cells. I saw men and women from young age, teenagers, I went to preach to them. I went to countries in prisons where they don't even have what we call due process. Dudes have been arrested and still didn't get to see a judge yet, and it's been years. Young men who were in there for murder, and I preached my heart out to them, and I told them about a name. And some of them have emailed me when they came out and said, because of you, I'm in a church today and my life is different. Because of that name, because of that name, I preached to young men. I preached, I went one time literally to a prison where it was juveniles. And then I, I went over to the big penitentiary and it was like I was seeing the fathers of the young men I just preached to. And I preached my heart out. I went in project buildings where they threw glass at us, where they did stuff to us. I preached this gospel. I preached it wherever I went. I went to stadiums. I preached it there. I preached it everywhere. Some places people never invited me back because it was too gospel. I, I didn't matter to me. And now in 2022 with all that is happening in the world how dare I be silent about the name how dare I start to live a compromised life it's the name that kept my family it's the name that kept me it's the name that keeps me sane I will never ever turn my back we are too compromised we're too soft we're too worried about losing Anything you have, God gave you in the first place. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I'm on the second chapter of my life. They say after you hit years old, everything changed. 
It's true. I woke up in my head, I was running fast. And in body, I was standing still. And I said it in a song years ago, from the minute that you're born, your body starts to decay. Your skin and your hair will turn wrinkle and gray. One thing's for sure, you're gonna pass away. That's right, dog, you wasn't put here. And as the chapters click and I come closer and closer, I understand why they say the older you get, you don't really care about what people think. You ever talk to your grandmother while everybody's scared to tell you shoe ugly? Granny tell you shoe ugly and your hair cut. <laughs> As I get closer and closer to that chapter, there's a name that can defeat cancer. There's a name that can defeat poverty. There's a name that can defeat wars and rumors of wars. There's a name that can defeat all of that, but it's coming an inevitable meeting that we all have. Death. Is there a name that I want to make sure I know that when I'm at that appointment, I can say, hold on, I got somebody joining me in this appointment. And I don't know about you, but I've given my heart to him. And I pray that you know him now more than you've ever known him. And if you don't, what are you waiting for? What's, what's distracting you? Remember when you said the more you have is the more you'll do for God? Now the more you have is the less you do? There is a name. And his name is Jesus. We stand and worship the name of Jesus. Can I get you to just lift your hands in the room and just begin to worship him?
God, I call on you right now. Forgive us of every sin. Forgive us for everything we've ever done wrong. I know you're mindful of me and you love me and you care for me. And everything I've lost can be restored in your name. God, you know how much temperature the world could take. lot. Prices are going up. A lot of young people are being robbed of their young age. A lot of turmoil politically. Wars are happening. But I ask you, Father, as your people, we pray for peace. pray for revivals to break out. Turn our hearts back to you, Father. Because every day we wake up is something crazy and crazier. And maybe it doesn't bother some of us because it hasn't hit us head on yet. But it bothers me because I know your heart breaks. Because what is man that you're mindful of him? You don't want people to perish. You don't want people to die. You don't want people to foolishly lose their lives I just pray father that you would move by your mighty hand even now I pray for peace I pray for world leaders their name are not bigger than yours I pray for Putin I pray for Zelensky I pray for those nations I pray that you would bring peace there I pray for our president Joe Biden I pray, Lord God, for, for the leaders of NATO and everybody else involved in these crises. I pray for those that are involved watching over this pandemic. I pray for mayors. I pray for governors. I lift all of this up, Father. I lift up police officers. I lift up activists and people who are trying to bring change to the community. I, bring, I lift up all of the things in the world, Father. I lift up the churches all across the globe. I lift up, God, the people of God. I lift up, God, people that love you, Father. I lift up people. I lift up people, Father. I lift up men. Men. I lift up men before you. I lift up people that are talented and gifted. I lift up, God, people in arenas that you've put them in entertainment. I lift up believers that are in the fields, God, working, Father, in places, God, where they have a, a prized opportunity to be a light. Let them be the light you've called them to be, Father. I lift up, Father, those that are working in sports and those that are working in the political arena, those that are working all over, Father. Give them, God, strength and grace to be a light. I know you have people that love you everywhere. Strengthen. Strengthen your army. I give you praise and I give you honor and glory. If you're watching this broadcast or you're in this building, you don't know Jesus, pray with me and ask him into your life. Say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of every sin. From this day, I pray that you 
would be my Lord and my Savior. I thank you for dying on the cross. And I believe that you're coming again for me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Every other problem in this room and online, I give to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Give Jesus a round of applause. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is a good God, amen. It was so good to see each and every one of you in the house of the Lord. Church is open as usual. I'm going to ask my brother Denzel to come on up. Hallelujah. He's going to make the announcements. But I do want to say this, y'all. Um, please, please continue to support the work of the ministry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to give it over to you in a second, Denzel. Hallelujah. Uh, but support the work of the ministry. We want to thank everybody who continues to give. Hey, listen, we've got a lot of uh, product over there. Please, when you on your way out, stop at the merch table, pick up a couple of pieces. All that money goes back to help grow our church. Um, and please continue to support in tithing and giving in any way you can. It continues to help us to build. We desire to purchase a new facility. It is your help that is continuously helping us to uh, get closer and closer to those goals. Um, and if you're watching online or you're in the building and the Lord has blessed you and uh, you really love what's happening in Church City, why don't you consider sowing and giving something to help us? Amen. 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 And so the ways that you can give, they're all on the screen. And um, you can do it through Cash App at Church City USA. You can do it through Zelle, churchcityusagmail.com, or just go to our website. If you are in the building and you give conventionally with uh, cash or check, just raise your hands and the ushers will come over and they will be able to assist you. Amen. And I just want to thank everyone who generously gives. Amen. I don't know how true the stat is, but they say 10% of the church takes care of what the other 90% don't give. So imagine if all 90 gave, right? Uh, what would happen? What, what would we be able to accomplish? So please consider giving. The Lord is looking at the heart of the giver. Amen. So as long as you give with a cheerful heart and you give as unto the Lord, the Lord will bless you. Amen. Matter of fact, the Lord blesses you and sustains you every day. We actually owe him. <laughs> But uh, he's a good God. Amen. And thank you for coming out today. I pray that you were blessed. Follow us on all our social media platform. Um, I know I'm forgetting something. I don't know what it is, but I'm forgetting something I'm supposed to say. Hallelujah. Were you blessed today? Amen. Thank you. I'm going to just turn this over to my brother Denzel, and he's going to tell you all the announcements and all that we've got coming up. Amen. Come on up, Denzel. God bless you today. Amen, amen. How's everybody doing today? Good? If you are blessed today in service, make some noise. Come on. If you know there's no other name than Jesus, I need you to make some noise. Come on. God is good. Amen. So we're going to be doing the announcements really quickly. Um, this Tuesday, we continue our Bible study on Zoom, right? And Dejean has been doing a wonderful job. If you have tuned in, you've been blessed. Please join us at 7 p.m. All the links are available on churchcityusa.com. All right, and we would love to see you there this Tuesday. All the youth, can you make a little bit of noise, please? There we go. We were back in the building this Friday, and we had a wonderful time. If you have a young person at home or you know somebody in the high school through college age, please send them out. It's at 8 p.m. We have a wonderful time. We try to give them the word where they can get it at their level, and we have great discussions, great times, and it's fun. Amen? Amen. 
We also want you to do us a favor. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Like all of those links, and you can get all the announcements and things that happen throughout the week, right? And if you gave your heart to the Lord today, we want you to let us know. You can send us an email, and we'll get you through the beginner's course and get everything going from there. Amen? And we have our apparel in the back. So if you're in the building, you get to go over to the beautiful merch table. We have a lot of great stuff there, and it goes to support the ministry, right? So if you want to continue to support the ministry that's happening here, that God is doing in this church, just go stop by the table, get something. Amen? Amen. And it was wonderful seeing you all here today. Make some noise for yourself. Come on. It was wonderful. All right. Pray that you have a wonderful week and that God will continue to be with you. And we want to end it off with this. In the midst of crisis, we are focused on who Christ is. God bless.